The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms on the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker. However you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning into the program tonight. You can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford and Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. It's time, my friends. It's time to get back to football. The NFL is back. As this is the NFL Prediction Show. Right here on All Andy Alfred. We're going to look at the schedules. See what the records are going to be. And you'll hear my prediction on who will lift Vince Lombardi's trophy this coming February. It all starts next. Right here on All Andy Alfred. Good evening to you, and yes, it is back. The NFL has returned for another full season of action on the gridiron. I am your host, Andy Elford, and welcoming you to our special edition of our program tonight, the NFL Prediction Show. I know a lot of you have been waiting for this. A lot of people have been tweeting the show asking, Andy, when are you going to talk about the NFL? When is your prediction going to be for the NFL? Uh, I've gotten Facebook questions. People on the street have been asking me. Friends of mine on Facebook have been asking me, when are you going to do the NFL preview show? Well, tonight is the night, folks. After a long wait, NFL football is back. We went through three weeks of preseason action We are back and better than ever. The NFL is back, and we are going to get back to football. And I am so looking forward to this season. There's a lot lot at stake of this season going forward, especially with how the season ended last year with, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lifting Vince Lombardi's trophy, Tom Brady getting the Super Bowl ring, beating Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. It has been an absolutely amazing offseason with a lot of moves and a lot of cuts. Of course, today finding out that Cam Newton being cut by the uh, New England Patriots was a big shock by all of us. So that means that, that Mac Jones is the number one quarterback for the New England Patriots, which shifts not that much around in my in my predictions for this upcoming season. Also, the shocking news today that the Lions have cut both their kickers, so they have no kickers to start the season. Isn't that just interesting? Isn't that just peachy? Isn't that just typical Lions football for you right there? Typical Lions. Typical LOL Lions, and they're not going to be that good this year. So tonight on the show, we're going to break down a lot of these schedules for all some of the local teams, the Lions, the Browns, of course, we're going to talk about how they're how the how I think the season's going to shape up for them. 
Also, we're going to look at some of the big teams, including the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we're going to look at the Chicago Bears, as well as the Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, Denver Broncos, and so much more tonight. You can follow our shows on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlford. It is at AllAndyAlford, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlford. So welcome in to this special edition of All Andy L for the 2021 NFL Preview Show. So let's get right into it. Let's take a look at some of the, uh, the news and notes that's happening around me, around the NFL. Of course, like I said, big cuts days today. Uh, looks like Butler has been placed on the injured reserve retired list from the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, like I said, uh, Mac Jones is going to be number one quarterback for the New England Patriots today was announced as well. A lot of cuts being made today. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be absolutely interesting to see how this season is going to shake out and especially continue on with your fan. If you've got fantasy, this is not the place for you. I am not a big fantasy fan. I have never been a big fantasy fan because of all the readjustments and trading and everything like that. I've never, ever ever been a fan of fantasy football playing so so if you're looking for fantasy information you can find it all anywhere on our anchor network for you but tonight we're going to look at some of the teams and some of the schedules going forward first and foremost let's going to take a look at the team that's about 45 minutes away from us right here at the studios and that is the detroit lions the lions in the nfc north in a division that is pretty much stacked Against them this upcoming season, not great with the acquisition of Jared Goff this this past off season. Can the Lions recoup and rebound without the veteran of Matthew Stafford, a new coaching staff in the helm, and Detroit? Can they do it? In the words of Bob the Builder, can they do it? No, they can't, in my opinion. Uh, the Lions. To surprise uh, Campbell, the head coach, I, I, I just I just don't see any progress with this team this year. I think they were the best case scenario that this team could be sitting at 500 heading into December, making an unlikely run for wild card berth. That's the best case scenario for me, and but the worst case scenario. Uh, to no surprise, it's going to take a while. Campbell's group plays hard and shows flashes for me, but it's a mismatch on defense, and they put too much lo- a large burden on Jared Goff and his unmanned receivers. The Lions could be getting a top three pick this year to grab a new quarterback, in my opinion. That's how bad the Lions are this year, in my opinion. So let's take a look at their schedule. Of course, they went 0-3 in preseason with losses to Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Indianapolis. And so let's go over their schedule. In Week 1, they will be hosting the San Francisco 49ers. In Week 1, up at Ford Field. I believe that's going to be their first win of the season. They'll start 1-0 against San Francisco. In Week 2, they play on Monday Night Football against Green Bay. That is a loss. Uh, they then play Baltimore at home in week three. That is a loss. They then go to Chicago. That's a loss. And then in week five, they host. They go to Minnesota. That is a loss. Week six, they play 
Cincinnati, I think that's a win. That's two wins for them right there in week six. So they're two and four. In week seven, they head out to L.A. to battle the former quarterback in Matthew Stafford. I think that is a loss. That's seven. They then host the Eagles. I think that is possibly a win. So that's three wins right there before the week nine bye. Week 10, they are at Pittsburgh at a one o'clock kickoff. That is a loss. They head to Cleveland, and that is going to be a loss right there. Week 12, they go, they play on Thanksgiving Day against the Chicago Bears. I believe that's going to be a win for them right there. They always seem to play well on Thanksgiving. I think that they get the job done and beat the Bears on Thanksgiving. But they'll lose the following week against the Vikings. Then they will play the Denver Broncos in Week 14. That is a loss. Arizona, which will be a loss for them right there. Then they play Atlanta in Atlanta. That could be a win-loss. I'm going to count it as a win for them. Uh, then they play Seattle at Seattle. That's a loss, and they end the season with Green Bay, which is a loss. So they will finish 5-12, and 12, in my opinion. That's where I think I think Detroit is. 5-12 and 12 for this upcoming season. You know, I'm not expecting a lot from the Lions this year. You know, I'm expecting some flashes of good promises going forward, maybe... Maybe a shocking upset here and there. It could be a surprise. But a 5-12 and 12 record for the Lions, I think it's a, it's a doable record for the Lions. Especially coming off of, you know, the lose, loss of the quarterback, a new coaching regime. It's going to take them some time to finally build this team to becoming a Super Bowl contender. I just think the Lions finishing 5-12 and 12 this year is a pot, could be a positive for this team. So let's bring in some brightness to our our whole perspective, and let's talk about the other team that's in the Great Lakes region, and that is the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns, my friends, have some work not yet to be done. The Browns coming off of a tremendous season last year, getting to the AFC semifinal, getting to where they needed to be last year in 2020. In the year that, you know, they could have been, they get defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs, who end up going to the Super Bowl last year. Um, they go perfect in preseason. You know, Baker Mayfield's there. Jarvis Landry's going to be fully healthy. Miles Garrett will be fully healthy. You have you have Odell Beckham that's healthy. You have Okajobi that's going to be there. You have Nick freaking Chubb who I think should be the, is is the number one running back in my opinion for this team not Kareem Hunt but you know to have those two weapons right there that tells you how good the Browns are and with Kevin Stefanski the the co- coach of the year last year I I look for a lot of promise in the Browns this year my friends and let's take a look at their schedule week 1 they traveled to Kansas City they went oh they went 3 and 0 oh in preseason by the way beating Jacksonville the Giants, and Atlanta on national television, by the way. So in week one, they have Kansas City at Kansas City. Unfortunately, I think that's going to be a loss for the Browns right there. So I think they're going to start 0-1, but they will have the Texans in week two. That is going to be a win for them right there. Week three, they are at 
home against Chicago. That is a win for the Browns there. That's two wins there. They're two and one there after week three. Week four, they're at Minnesota. That is a win. That is, they're now three and one. They head to LA to battle the Chargers at SoFi Stadium. That's a win for them right there. They head home for a 405 kickoff against the Arizona Cardinals. That's a win there. So they're five and one. Head then on Thursday night football to battle the Denver Broncos. That's a win there. That's six wins there. They then host the Steelers in week eight. That is a win for them this year. That's seven wins right there. They then ho- they go to Cincinnati. That is a win right there in week nine. Week ten. Sees them go to New England to battle the Patriots. With Mac Jones now as the new quarterback, that is a win there. They then host the Lions. That's a win there. They then go to Baltimore in Week 12. That is a loss, in my opinion. I think they will lose that game in Baltimore. But then they in Week 4, they'll have the bye in Week 13, come back in Week 14, and pick up a win against the same Ravens at home. They will then play the Raiders in Week 15. That is going to be a win for them. That's 11, that is 12 wins right there. Week 16, they're at Green Bay on Christmas Day. I think Browns fans get the Christmas present that they want, and they'll get the win there, and that makes it then 13 wins. Week 17, they play the, the Steelers. I think that's a home-and-home home loss right there to the Steelers. will hurt, hurt them there, but then they will win their game against the Bengals to end the season with a record of 14 and 3 to end the season. So does that win them the division? I it's hit and miss with me. Because this team can be the Browns of the Browns. They could brown themselves. They could always seem to weigh the choke it away. And it always happens. Do I see them winning the division this year? You're gonna have to wait a little bit to find out. But 14 and 3 is a tremendous record. And by the way, we're having 17 weeks of football this year, folks. 17 weeks. Be prepared for it. It's going to be fun. But I think the Browns are headed in the right direction. And uh, a 14 and 3 record will get them far, I believe, in the playoff picture. Possibly to a championship game. Possibly a championship picture. There's a little tease right there for you, right there. So I think the Browns finishes 14 and 13, 14 and 3 this season in the 2021 season. So now let's take a look at the defending Super Bowl champion and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers finished the preseason with a 1 and 2 record in the in the preseason with two losses to the Bengals and the Titans, but they did win against the Houston Texans. The Texans struggling this season. It's going to be a rough season for the Texans, by the way. But Tampa Bay coming off of a Super Bowl championship winning season, I believe that they are going to be destined for possibly getting back to where where they were last year and being a team that we're going to see with Scotty Miller being on the wide receiving core. Of course, Rob Ronkowski being Gronk himself, and of course, you know, number 12, Tom Brady, being Tom Brady and all, you know, Brady is just, he he gets better and better and better with age, you'd never doubt Tom Brady, you never challenge Tom Brady, whatever the situation is, you always 
never bet against Tom. And Tampa Tom is going to have a great season this year, I believe, with the Buccaneers. So let's start off with Tampa and their schedule. Tampa will open up and lift the banner in one week's time on Thursday, the 9th of September against Dallas. That is a win for Tampa Bay. They then host the Atlanta Falcons. That is a win for Tampa. They then head out to L.A. to battle the Rams. I think the Rams could get the better of Tampa in that one. I think that is their first loss of the year. They then head up to Foxborough. Brady versus Belichick. Give the win to Tom. They then host the Miami Dolphins. That is a win for them there. That's four wins there. After week five and week six, they battle go up to Philadelphia to battle the Eagles. That is a win for them there. They then host the Bears in week seven. That is a win for them there. Week eight, they're at New Orleans to battle the Saints. And if there was a top, there was a Drew Brees versus Tom Brady matchup there in week in week number eight, I would give the edge more to 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 Drew Brees and being in the Superdome, but with no Brees. New quarterback, new regime. I'm giving the win to Tampa. Tampa gets the win there. That's now seven wins before they get to the bye at week nine. Week 10, they're in Washington to battle the football team. That is a win. They then host the Giants in week 11. That is a win there. Week 12, they're in Indianapolis to battle the Colts. That is a win. Week 13, they're in Atlanta. I think this is where... Tampa might give up a loss there. I think Atlanta gets the better of them there. But they host the Bills in Week 14. That is a loss. And they'll go back-to-back losses in Week 13 and Week 14. They'll host the Saints in Week 15. That is a win. They will then play Carolina in Week 16. That is a win. Week 17, they play the Jets. That is a win. And in Week 18, they play the Carolina Panthers again at home. And that is a win. So that is a total of 14 and 3 again for Tampa Bay at the 17 week season that this team is. I see a lot of problems with Tampa Bay. I think that they're going to go far into the season and they're going to have some good depths. It all depends on how healthy Tom can be and how healthy the receiving core as well as the running back situation is. And if the defense can help Tom out and help him in the pocket as well as. Being that potent defense that it was last year, I think Tampa is going to be very, very interesting to watch this upcoming season. A team not to really, really to sit on this year, I think, are the Denver Broncos, and they, we're going to preview them next. So the Denver Broncos, of course, we're going to talk a little Denver Bronco football, of course. They're having a little bit of a problem up in Denver. It's not going to be a good season for the Broncos. Even though they have three straight wins in preseason, it really it really doesn't matter. Drew Locke, the offensive leader for the team, he had 298 yards in the uh in the season so far. He has three touchdowns. He's a 67.86% quarterback. You know, uh Freeman Leading rusher, one of the leading rushers with Crockett, who's a leading rusher as well, too. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Broncos shape up this upcoming season. And especially how 
in their division with Kansas City, the Raiders, and the Chargers all going to be an interesting player threat. It's going to be interesting to see how Denver plays. So let's take a look at their schedule. Week 1, they are in New York to battle the G-Men. I think that is a win for the Denver Broncos in Week 1. Week 2, they travel down to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. I think that is a loss for them. I think Jacksonville will get the better of them with and give Trevor Lawrence his possibly his first win. Week 3, they are hosting the New York Jets. That is a win. Jets are going to be terrible this year. Week four, they're in Baltimore to battle the Ravens. That is a loss. They go to Pittsburgh to battle the Steelers. That is a loss. They have their first divisional game in week six as they battle the Raiders of Las Vegas. That is a loss. They then in week seven head to Cleveland to battle the Browns. That is a loss. Week eight, they are in Washington to battle the Washington football team, that is a win. They're at home, excuse me, to battle the Washington football team. That is a win. They then travel to Big D to battle the Dallas Cowboys. That is a win in Week 9. Week 10, they are at at Philadelphia, at home against Philadelphia. Uh, I believe that's going to be a win for them. That's five wins right there. Week 12, before the uh, Week 11 is there by Week 12, they battle the Chargers. That is going to be a loss. They they will win in Week 13, battle the Chiefs at Kansas City. That is a loss. Week 14, they battle the Lions. That is a win. Week 15, they battle the Bengals. That is a win. Week 16, they battle the Raiders. That's a loss. Week 17, a Chargers loss. And then Week 18, they battle the Chiefs at home against the the defending AFC champions, that is a loss. So I see them at a seven win season, seven and ten. Finishing in in my opinion, possibly last in that division. We'll get my predictions here in just a second. So we'll see how Denver does this year. We will see how Denver does this year. And well, you know, let's dive right also right into it and let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys coming off of a, a terrible season last year. The injury to Dak Prescott, of course, but Ezekiel Elliott being there and being a, a threat helping their cause out. They did not win the division, unfortunately. But, you know, four games of preseason football for them. A loss against the, against the Steelers at the Hall of Fame game. A loss to the Cardinals. A loss to the... Houston Texans, and then a loss to the Jaguars. They're 0-4 in preseason football this year. Players to watch out, like I said, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how you know Zeke does and how the defensive core, and can they protect Dak Prescott? And is Prescott 100% healthy? That is a very key question going forward this year. Very, very key question to see how Dallas looks this season. So looking at Dallas's Stand, uh, rec, um, schedule, this is what they look like. Week 1, they are at Tampa Bay. That is a loss. Week 2, they are at L.A. to battle the Chargers. That is a loss. There are two losses there. Week 3, they are against Philadelphia at home. That is a win for them right there. Week 4, they are in Carolina to battle the Panthers. That is a win. Week 5, they are hosting the G-Men. The Giants come a-calling to Jerry World, that is a win for them. So three consecutive wins at home. 
before they travel to Foxborough in Week 6 to battle Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I think that is a win for them this year. I think Dallas gets the win in Foxborough before Week 7, a bye. Week 8, they're at Minnesota. That is a loss. Week 9, they go to Denver. That at They host Denver. That is a win for them. Week 10, they are at home against the Falcons. That is a loss. Week 11, they go up to Kansas City to battle the Chiefs. That is a loss. They then host the Raiders at Jerry World on Thanksgiving. 4.30 kick. That is a loss. Week 13, they're in New Orleans to battle the Saints. That is a win. They then go to the road and play Washington. That is a win. Seven wins there. Week 15, they go up to the Meadowlands to battle the G-Men. Again, in week 15, they get the series and they beat the G-Men. Week 16, they are hosting the Washington football team. That is a win there. And then they host the Cardinals, which is a loss. They then go to Philadelphia to battle the Eagles, and that is a loss for them. So a 9-8 and eight record, and that could possibly win the division with that team. That really could. Possibly could win the division. But it's all about the health of, of Dak Prescott, how good Ezekiel Elliott can carry the football, and if that defense can help Dak as well as stop points on the board. Those are the three key things to look for with this Dallas Cowboy team. Speaking of defenses that are strong, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off of a loss in the first round of the playoffs to the Cleveland Browns and the Steelers. Coming back with Big Ben at the quarterback home. This could be Ben's last year. I think this is his last year, in my opinion. After the embarrassment that he faced this past season, I last season, I think this is going to be his last year. He had the Steelers went three and one in the preseason as they won against Dallas, one against Philadelphia, one against Detroit, and lost to the Carolina Panthers. So let's look at their schedule. And I, they start off on the road in Buffalo. That's a loss right off the bat. They then host the Raiders in Week 2. That is a loss. Before Week 3, they host the Bengals. That's a win. They then head to Green Bay to battle the Packers. That's a loss. In Week 5, they play the Broncos. That is a win. They then host the Seahawks. That is a loss. So 1, 2, 3, Four losses out of two. So they're two and four to start the season before the bye at week seven. Week eight, they go to Cleveland. That is a loss. They then host the Bears. And I think that is a loss for them. They then host the Lions. That is a win. They then go out to L.A. to battle the Chargers. That is a I was going to say that's a win. They'll beat the Chargers in Week 11. Week 12, they'll play the Bengals. That is a win for them there. They play Baltimore at home. That's a loss. They play Minnesota at on the road in Minnesota. That's a loss. They play Tennessee at Pittsburgh. That is a loss. 
Week 16, they'll play Kansas City at Kansas City. That is a loss. They will then host the Browns in Week 17. I think that is their win there. That's six wins there. They finish off with Baltimore at Baltimore. That is a loss. So a 6 and 11 record for the Pittsburgh Steelers this upcoming season. So, you know, will we see more of the antics of Juju Smith-Schuster? Will we see that this could be the end of Big Ben? Yes, it is. And I think that the Steelers do not make the playoffs this year. And you'll hear why I say that here in just a little bit. And now we talk to the final two teams. Of course, let's talk about the Chicago Bears, the Battle of the Bears, the Midway Bears. Let's talk about the Bears. So let's talk about the Bears and that they play in a certain city, in a certain building uh, called Soldier Field, and they're called the Bears. The Bears. Let's talk about the Bears. Bears having Justin Fields, I think, as their number one quarterback. But Andy Dalton running the ship right now. As soon as Dalton starts to go downhill, I think that the Bears are going to make the move and get Fields into the realm. I think Nagy's playing for his job now. I think a lot of questions with the Bears' defense this year. It's going to be interesting to see how it shapes up. They were 2-1 in the preseason with wins against Miami, losses to Buffalo, and win against Tennessee. So here is the Bears' schedule. They open up week one in L.A. to battle the Rams, and that is a loss. Week two, they are hosting the Bengals. That is a win. Week three, they are at at Cleveland. That is a loss. They host the Bears in week four, the Lions in week four. That is a win. They then play the Raiders in week five, and that is going to be a loss. Week six, they are at home against Green Bay. That is a loss. So they have two wins, the Bengals and the Lions. They're their wins, the losses so far, the Rams, Browns, Raiders, and then in week six, they'll play at home against Green Bay. That is a loss. They will then go to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. That is a loss. Week eight, they host the San Francisco 49ers. That is a win. Week nine, they then head to Pittsburgh to battle the Steelers. I think that is a loss. Week 11, they are at home against the Ravens. That is a loss. On Thanksgiving, week 12, they battle the Lions at 12.30. I think the Lions get the better of them in that one. That is a loss. They then post the Cardinals in week 13. The former Chicago Cardinals, used to be the Cardinals, a while back before they moved out to Tempe. Week 13, I have them winning against Arizona. They then go to Green Bay in week 14 for a game against the Packers, they will lose that one. They will lose their series against Green Bay. They will win in week 15 against the against the Vikings. Week 16, they battle the Seahawks. That is a loss. Week 17, they host the G-Men of New York. And in week 18, they battle the Vikings again. I think they get the better of the Vikings. So they finish 7-10 this upcoming season. So I, I, I have a lot of expectations on seeing Justin Fields being the number one quarterback for the Bears this upcoming season. I think it's going to be very interesting. So going over everything. So 
the best records will be Tampa Bay at 14 and 3, Cleveland at 14 and 3 that we've recapped for you. Denver, oh, I mean Dallas at 9 and 8. The below 500 teams, Dal- uh, Pittsburgh at 6 and 11, Chicago at 7 and 10, and the Lions at 5 and 12. So now let's cue the music. It is time now for the NFL predictions from yours truly. So now here it is, folks. It is now officially time for the NFL predictions. We will begin with the AFC first and foremost. And we'll start off with the AFC East. In the divisions, I have... We'll go from bottom to top for you here. Uh, We'll start in the AFC East. In the East, in the last spot, I have the New York football J-E-T-S. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Jets losing in last spot at 5-12. In third spot, I have the Miami Dolphins at 9-8 this year. In second spot, now I have the New England Patriots. And then in the top spot is going to be the Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to have a winning record this year. I think seeing them at 12-5 this upcoming season, I think Buffalo is for real this year. Let's look at the South for you. In the South, in last place, unfortunately, I have the Houston Texans only winning two games this year, going 2-15. and 15. In third spot, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars at 7-10. I think Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer are going to have some bright spots in their moments, but I think 7-10 seems like a good record for them this upcoming year. In second spot, it's going to be the Indianapolis Colts. I think with Wentz, I think it's going to be interesting with him being in in COVID right now. It could shake things up into week one. But I think he can get come out of it. I think they finish 10-7 this upcoming season. I have the Tennessee Titans in the top spot at 11-6, getting the playoff spot. In the West, I have, of course, in last place is going to be the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to take a step back this year. I just have them finishing 6-11 this year. In third spot, I have the Denver Broncos, like I mentioned before, at 6, 7, and 10. I think Denver is going to be a little bit better than the Chargers this year. In the third spot, in the second spot, I have the Raiders. The Raiders, I think, are a little bit built, built better. I think a 12 and 5 record could surprise a lot of people. I think the Chiefs are the better team this year in that divi- in the division. I have them finishing at 13 and and they will win the division outright with their big wins in the division. Plain and simple. And let's get to the AFC North. A huge playoff implications there. In last place, I have Joe the Joe Burrow Express in Cincinnati finishing 3-14 this upcoming season. I think that... Cincinnati's going to build up, but I just do not see them getting to the next level. 3-14 seems about right. In third spot, I have 
the Pittsburgh Steelers at 6-11 this upcoming season. I think they're going to take a few steps back, especially with, with Big Ben being older. And their team is not as going to be as strong in leadership. I think that's what's going to happen there. In the second spot, in the wild card spot, I have the Cleveland Browns. The Browns at 14-3 seem to be the team for me. And it could be 13-4. Because I say that because the Browns always seem to brown themselves whenever it comes to the big game and big moments. And I think that that could hurt them. It could hurt them in the long term. Whether it be from... Whether it be from the... It could be a... Uh, a blown out loss to either Detroit or it could be simply losing to the Bengals. I have the Browns finishing in second in the division. In first, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens will get the better of the Browns and have one more win from them. I think they're four, I think they're going to be they're going to be the fourteen and three team this upcoming season. I have Baltimore in first spot. So going over again, the division winners in the east is Buffalo. In the north is Baltimore. In the south is Tennessee. And in the west is Kansas City. The two wildcard teams, the number one wildcard team is the Cleveland Browns. And the number two wildcard team are the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's go into the NFC for you. And we'll start off with the NFC East. In last place, it's going to be, unfortunately, the Washington football team. I think Washington is going to take a few steps back. Uh, uh, I think a 5-12 and 12 record looks like it's going to be more promising for them this upcoming season. Washington, not going to be good. In third spot, I think it's going to be the Eagles. The Eagles are going to be finishing up with a 9-8 record. Uh no, excuse me, not 9-8. They'll finish with a 7-10 and 10 record, my apologies. I think the Eagles are rebuilding themselves up. I think they're going to be an interesting team to watch. The G-Men, the Giants, are my second team. I think the Giants are going to be rebuilt a little bit better, but they're not going to make the full step forward. I see them finishing up in a close race with, with the... Cowboys at 8-9. I think the, Bron the the Cowboys get the division with a 9-8 record. Yes, I think it's going to be that bad of a division this year for them. And they'll get in and get the fourth spot in the playoff race of the four divisions. I think that's how it shapes up for me. Let's go into the South. Pretty much it's going to be a simple race. I think Carolina finishes in last spot at 4 and 13. Not that much impressive for them. In the second and the third spot will be the New Orleans Saints. No Drew Brees this year. Will Sean Payton be the coach and lead this young team to the promised land? It's absolutely possible. But I just don't see that happening. A 6 and 11 record is very promising. I think Atlanta finishes in second. I think Atlanta finishes in second. 10-7 mark 
for this upcoming season. Sit, don't be surprised at how good Atlanta is this upcoming year. Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Remember that, folks. Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. I think Tampa is your division winner. They're going to go 14-3 and overall. I think Brady's going to get the number one overall seed. Book it. Let's go to the NFC West. In last spot, I have the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're going to take a few steps back. I mean, they're, they're battling with the two quarterback situations between Jim, Jimmy G and Trey Lance. I don't think they're right there. I think a 5-12 and 12 record for the San Francisco 49ers is promising right now. The third, C, third spot goes to the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are there, folks. Not a lot of people are talking about the Cardinals. Especially with Kyle Murray at the helm and at the center. Getting the football and tossing it up. I think Arizona's there. Arizona gets a wild card spot. Finishes in third. With a solid 10-7 record. 11-6 are the Seattle Seahawks. The number two in the division, the number one wild card spot. Yes, you heard me right. I think Russell Wilson will lead Seattle back to the playoffs. I think Seattle is there. Not many people are talking about Seattle. They're always sitting there. The division winner, I think, is going to be the L.A. Rams. The Rams built, they went out and got Matthew Stafford. 13-4. I have L.A. winning the division with a 13-4 record. And now we get to the NFC North. The fourth spot goes to the Detroit Lions. The Lions will finish in fourth at 5-12. and 12. I think the Lions are the team that, you know, are rebuilding, especially with Jared Goff at the helm now and the new coaching staff. We have to have another year with this coaching staff to see how they're going to put this together and how this team is going to be put together. So 5-12 and 12 for the Lions. In second, I have the Chicago Bears at 7-10. I think with Fields going to be taking over the realm probably in week three or week four. We're going to see the Bears starting to turn the page a little bit on their on their quarterbacks. I think their quarterback situation is going to be better. In the second position will be the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Vikings are there. They'll finish 9-8 on the season and hold on to the second position in the division. Minnesota is going to be interesting to watch. In the division, I have the Green Bay Packers getting the number one spot in the division. With a 13-4 record, I think Green Bay is going to be one of those teams that everybody's going to be not talking about. The whole drama with 
Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. They've re-signed Randall Cobb. The team is starting to gel together. I believe that this team is going to make a run that we are going to be talking about for a long time. At a 13-4 mark, I have the Green Bay Packers. So the division winners are as follows. Tampa will be one. Green Bay at two. The Rams at three. Dallas at four. The two wild card spots will be the number one will be Seattle. And the number two spot will be Arizona. So again, like I mentioned before, Kansas in the AFC, Kansas City will be the number one. Baltimore the number two. Tennessee three. Buffalo four. And Cleveland being the number one wild card. The Raiders, the number two wild card. So, with all that in mind, here is what the standings will look like. Okay? And here is how the playoff situation is going to shape up for this upcoming season. Right here. So, a little bit of an error in this prediction. Make mention of this before we continue on. Did not know that there's an extra wildcard team. So I had to plug this in for you guys tonight really quickly. So the third wildcard team in the AFC will be the Indianapolis Colts. New England would be the top, would be my spot my third team, but I think Indianapolis is well built, especially with a now young quarterback. I'll take Indianapolis. So, again, to recap, one seed will be Kansas City, two seed is Baltimore, three seed is Tennessee, four seed is Buffalo. One seed in wild card is Cleveland, two seed in wild card is Raiders, three seed in wild card is Indianapolis. So there is your three teams there. In the NFC, one is Tampa, two is Green Bay, three is the Rams, four is Dallas. Those are your division winners. First wild card is Seattle. Second wild card is Arizona. Third wild card is the Minnesota Vikings. So with all that in mind, here's how it's going to shape up. In the wild card race. Here, figure this out here. I'm figuring this out on the fly here because I I had to change it. Had to change it. See here, tennis. All right, okay, okay, that's gonna work. Okay, figure this out here for you guys right here as we're doing this. I didn't know there was a second wildcard team. Did not know this, folks, and this is a surprise to me. Okay, here we go. I have it set up here for you guys. 
Bob, can we kill the music? Okay. So, for the... Let's start off with the AFC. The Browns, being the number one wild card spot, will play the number four seed in Buffalo. I mean, excuse me. The four seed will play the number five seed, which would be the first wild card. So, that would be Buffalo battling Cleveland. That would be Cleveland to win... Against Buffalo. Cleveland over Buffalo. Okay, so then Baltimore would be the number two seed for me. They would battle the number seven seed, which is Indianapolis. So Baltimore over Indianapolis. Okay, so then the two the three seed would be Tennessee battling the Raiders. I'll have tennis, Tennessee over the Raiders. Okay. Okay. So that sets up the division. And I have Baltimore losing to Kansas City. And then Cleveland over Tennessee. Okay, and then so that sets up the AFC Championship game. And I think Kansas City takes down Lamar Jackson. I think Cleveland takes down Derrick Henry and the the Tennessee Titans. Kansas City versus Cleveland is the matchup we've been waiting for for a while now. Kansas City, the number one overall seed. Cleveland, the number one wild card spot. I think Kansas City defeats Cleveland and gets back to the Super Bowl this upcoming year. So I have Kansas City as the representation for the AFC. Now we're going to do this on the fly here for the wild card. 4-5 matchup would be Dallas versus Seattle. I will take Seattle to beat Dallas. That's plain. That's pretty easy. Uh, the Rams would battle the Arizona Cardinals, which is the second wild card team. I will take the Cardinals. Excuse me. I'll take the Rams to beat the Cardinals, and then that sets up Green Bay to take on Minnesota. In a wild card matchup, as Minnesota is the bottom seed, I'll take Green Bay over Minnesota. So that sets up the AFC divisional round. I think Green Bay tackles the Rams. I have Tampa Bay over Seattle. So for the NFC championship game, I have Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers battling Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A great matchup. This is a one that I think that Tampa with the higher C gets home field advantage for this one. I think Green Bay gets the job done. Gets the job done and beats Tampa Bay, knocking off Tampa Tom. I have Green Bay as the representative of the NFC 
for the Super Bowl this upcoming season. As I have Green Bay beating Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. So now we get to the big one, which is Super Bowl, the big Super Bowl. This coming February. So this upcoming February, the representation from the AFC will be Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs as they battle the NFC representation in the Green Bay Packers for this year's Super Bowl. I have Kansas City versus Green Bay. I think this one is going to be, in the words of Jim Ross from WWE, a slobber knocker of a great game. This game being played at SoFi Stadium on Valentine's Day weekend, February 13, 2022. So I get to enjoy it, not celebrating my birthday, which is fantastic. So it'll be on Valentine's Day weekend, quote-unquote, air quotes, at Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium on February 13th. We'll have the Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. And the team to lift the Vince Lombardi trophy has lifted the trophy once before. And that is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Chiefs defeating the Green Bay Packers in Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California this coming February. I think it'll be a good game. I really hope it's a good game. Because we need a good Super Bowl. Absolutely need a good Super Bowl. After the last couple of years, we need a good one. And I think Kansas City and Green Bay will be the two teams to battle it out. So, there's the predictions for this upcoming season. So, yeah. Kansas City and Green Bay for the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 56 at... SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Uh, I want to thank all our stats and research department for just letting me know that we had a third wildcard team. Give them a thumbs up. Um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, prediction show. Uh, I hope that your team does well this year. Um, if you missed any of the parts of the show... Go ahead and hit the rewind button. Remember to subscribe to the network, which is all Andy Elford. Is they do pot, we do podcasts every week. With this being the big week of the Solheim Cup in Northwest Ohio, so yes. To recap it again, we have the local teams wise: the Browns finishing fourteen and three, and the Detroit Lions finishing five and twelve. The Brown, the Lions do not get to the playoffs. The Browns go deep, they go into the AFC Championship game, and they lose to the eventual Super Bowl winner, the Kansas City Chiefs, defeating the Green Bay Packers. So that is the 
prediction show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to listening for all you listening tonight. Enjoy this football season. I'm Andy Alfred. I'll see you on the gridiron. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Elford Network powered by Anchor. You have been listening to Andy right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Leaker, however you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. And remember, you can follow Andy on Twitter. It is at All Andy Elford. It is at All Andy Elford. Facebook.com slash All Andy Elford. Podcasts are posted every Tuesday and Friday right here on the Anchor Network.